What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to the another Subman podcast where we make the CPA exam far, far, far more exciting than it was ever intended to be. As always, I am your humble host, Jeff Elliott, a licensed CPA in the state of Kansas by the grace of God and to the chagrin of many, and the number is growing daily. I assure you, this is episode 101. Today is Friday, December 10th, 2021. If you have a question for the show, email jeff at another71.com or go to the Another 71 forum and post it there, or simply drop it in the comments below. Before we get started, you will hear me reference the Ninja Study Framework, which coincidentally is the only way that you should be studying for the CPA exam. You can get the Ninja Study Planner and some other Ninja goodies for three easy payments of free at another71.com forward slash free, starting things off with Krishma. Hey, Jeff, I'm studying for my third FAR attempt. My previous scores were 70 and 68. I'm planning to take my exam three weeks from now. Please tell me how I should start and what I should focus on. Well, if your exam is three weeks from now and you're just starting for, for, and you're just starting FAR, um, unless you are studying full time, then you really need to uh, probably push it back. so, but let's assume that you had a full study plan. So with the 70 and 68, I mean, you're, you're, you're getting there, but there's a significant hole in your study game. And so essentially you need to follow the, the Ninja study fr- framework. Just forget the 70, forget the 68, just mentally start over and just go through the FAR material, nail the FAR concepts, and take notes while you're doing it. So it doesn't say what course you're using, um, presumably Ninja and something. But nail the concepts either with your Ninja book or Ninja starring lectures, starring sparring lectures, or or the lectures for whatever course you're using if you prefer that. Then switch over to Ninja M- and and take notes the entire time. Then switch over to Ninja MCQ. Spend about two weeks on that. So you spend about two weeks on the concepts, about two weeks in Ninja MCQ, take notes over at all. Then you spend about a week writing your notes and, and then a week doing your final review. Part of that should be the Ninja FAR cram. And so, um, but with three weeks out and you're just starting, I think you need to push your exam back. Brian says, what's the best way to pass FAR in the next couple of weeks? My test is coming up and I'm absolutely struggling even when following the four-week accelerated plan. I failed my first exam with a 30 and it dropped my confidence like a rock. Brian's using Becker and Ninja. Okay, so just forget the 30. It doesn't even matter because like chances are you were studying completely, completely the wrong way, like uh, just doing a bunch of MCQ and and just doing random sets of MCQ, and <laughs> that's a that's a surefire way to score very low. So you didn't have a plan. You're good um, because, <laughs> and I, I also would never tell anyone that you scored a thirty, <laughs> but you're completely anonymous here, <laughs> um, just because there's no reason to. 
So the four-week accelerated plan, so Ninja, we have a seven-week plan and a four-week plan. Doesn't sound like the four-week plan is working for you. I would move to the seven-week plan, especially for FAR. Uh, I mean, the four-week plan for Autodine and BEC, great. I mean, I passed Autodine in two and a half weeks and I wasn't an auditor. <clears throat> but um, FAR and REG, I would not, I would not um, do the accelerated plan for FAR um, unless you absolutely have to. So use, use the Ninja study framework, go back and use the, the seven week plan and forget that 30, you'll be all right. Sarah writes in, hello, I recently failed far with a 64. I'm trying to pick myself back up after this. I just purchased your materials. I'm wondering where to even begin. What aspects of Ninja do you believe would be the most helpful for me? I don't understand how to proceed after failing FAR. Sarah's using Becker and Ninja. So Ninja has nailed the concepts, intense notes, nonstop MCQ, just rewrite your notes, and it all comes together in a final review. So that's the Ninja study framework. So the question is for, for, for Becker, combining Becker and Ninja, the most popular uh, study weapons for Ninja are the Ninja Notes, the Ninja Audio, and the Ninja MCQ. Um, and then people like the Ninja Sparring, and we just added the Cram. People also watch the Cram. <laughs> and so um, everyone uses the Notes, everyone uses the Audio for the most part, and everyone uses the MCQ. Uh, most people will watch at least a couple of sparring videos as well so the question is do you want to um, nail the concepts with your becker videos or do you want to nail the concepts with your ninja book or the ninja sparring videos uh, some people like books some people hate books so it probably comes down to ninja sparring versus the becker videos i would go with your with your becker videos you already have them and then any topics that you don't understand, I would supplement them with the Ninja Sparring, then switch over to Ninja MCQ um, and take notes over Ninja MCQ. And then all the notes that you took for your video lectures and Ninja MCQ, um, then you wanna rewrite those notes. It's a pain in the butt. You spend a week, about a week doing it. It pays big dividends on exam day. And then, then your final review, um, start with your weakest topic first and work backwards. So taking far weakest topic is bonds. So do a, um, a 20, 20 question mini test over bonds. And then your next weakest topic is leases. Well, and then do that. So in bonds, do that until you're scoring in the seventies, then move on to your next week, your next weakest topic, which is leases or whatever. <clears throat> and then, and then do leases. And then your next weakest topic is inventory and then do that so just uh work weakest to strongest on the mcq i should back up from day one you should be reading the ninja notes from day one you should be listening to the ninja audio Let, read them and listen to them to it as many times as possible also during your final week you want to watch the bar cram so um so definitely use the ninja notes ninja audio ninja mcq and then um, I highly recommend watching the cram, the ninja cram at the end. Dylan writes in, Jeff, what's the best advice or top three things to know for the FAR exam? 
by MCQ is trending up, but sadly still below 50%. I feel like I know it better than that. I think I just blew it in the evaluation phase. Um, if your training score is in the 50s, you actually, I mean, it is what it is. So the best way to get your training score up is your, your training score is based on a weighted average of the content weighting according to the blueprint. So you might re, be really high in, in one blueprint section and really low in, an, in another blueprint section. And it's based on your, your last 250 questions. So if you want to get your training score up, because you know if you score if you score 90s in only one topic and you've only done that topic, it doesn't make sense for you to have a training score of 90 because you have your other blueprint sections. So that's why we went with a weighted average there. Um, so the best way to get your training score up is to work questions in blueprint areas that you're weak on. And then uh, your kind of like your rolling 250 question sets will bring your training score up the more that you do that. Um, so there really aren't any top three things to know for far. You, you really have to know a little about everything and on some top and on some topics you have to know a lot about everything so um but so i came up with i came up with with three things to know about far so here we go uh you have to know a little about a little bit about everything and so i already said that uh secondly just because you hate cost or just because you hate governmental accounting doesn't mean that you can like lightly cover it. So maybe it's not governmental accounting for you. Maybe it's uh, leases or revenue recognition or you know everyone hates all of those. Just because you hate something doesn't mean you can um, skip it or lightly cover it because that could very well be the, the difference between like a 73, 74, 75 on exam day. Um, it will come back to bite you in the end. It happened with me on regulation. I skipped a couple of sections or a couple of topics because I hated them. It cost me back-to-back -back 74s. So don't do that. And then you know that you're going to see bonds, leases, inventory. Like those, We know that these are core FAR subjects. So make sure that you're super strong in those. Make sure that you can do um, simulations over those. So... Hope that's helpful. Eric writes in from the dojo. I scheduled my auditing exam in 22 days. I passed FAR and regulation already, but I pretty much know nothing about auditing. Please advise how to prepare for it in three weeks. Uh, I passed auditing in two and a half weeks. And because I procrastinated and I had to, my NTS was expiring and I was up against it. So really what I did was I, I did like a, like a five week study plan in like two and a half weeks. I mean, we're talking um, late at night at the office. I didn't go home um, studying every single minute, studying over the weekends. It was awful. Um, coincidentally, uh, I passed auditing using the BISC materials and then we, Ninja later on purchased the BISC CPA review company. So that was kind of cool. Um, so if you want to know what I passed, what I used to pass auditing, it's BISC. And um, all those videos are now for free on YouTube, but they're old. 
how do you pass auditing in 22 days? It's essentially you take the Ninja Study Planner, the four-week planner, and then condense it even more. So you're going to have even less of a life than you would with the four-week plan. But you can do it. It's doable. I did it. I wasn't an, I wasn't an auditor. Um, I will say I quickly, learn, quickly learned that you have to understand for auditing the relationship that internal control has with every other audit topic. So if you're weak on internal control, you're not going to do well on auditing. You have to master internal control because it affects every other decision that the auditor makes. Justin writes in from the dojo, does anyone know if CPA exam continuous testing is staying for 2022? From my understanding, it was a policy only in place because of the illness that I won't say because I'll probably get the video flagged. <laughs> but I haven't seen anything, uh, but I haven't seen or heard anything that's going away. If anyone has any info on this, that'd be great. It's the reason why you have to wear a mask at Permetric. Okay. Uh, so I looked this up and my impression was that continuous testing was here to stay. And that ended up being the case um, according to AICPA website. Continuous testing has been a goal for some time and it comes in direct response to feedback from CPA exam candidates and their desire to test more frequently throughout the year, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it sounds like it was a goal. It wasn't just illness related and it's here to stay. Final question before we jump into the dojo chat. Catherine writes in, hi, Jeff, can you recommend a timeline for getting far past approximately five weeks rather than the seven or eight that you suggest? Catherine is using Ninja only. Yeah, I do recommend seven weeks for far, eight weeks for far, never more than eight weeks for any exam. Any instructor who tells you spend three months, they are wrong, 110%. Because... Um, you will get diminishing returns over time. Once you pass that eight-week uh, threshold, you will start to forget what you learned in weeks one and two and three. And so I get emails all the time. Uh, Jeff, I studied for three months and I don't even understand how I scored a 58. Well, it's because you studied for three months. Like you cram it in your head, you go barf it out on exam day. That's the reality of the CPA exam. So uh, we have a four-week Ninja Study Planner and I would use, basically, if you want to study in five weeks, use the, the four-week study planner, follow it to the T, but then know that you have some flex, like, you know, you're supposed to study four hours on a Tuesday, but you can only get two and a half in. Well, you have some flex from that fifth week coming in to fill that gap. All right, moving on to the dojo chat. If you want to talk to me live, raise your hand. Christina says, during busy season, when my brain feels like a rotten tomato, what's the best thing to do when I don't really feel like studying? <laughs> Reading notes? Uh, no. You still have to study 100, 110% for the CPA exam, even during busy season. So on another 71, I have an article, um, how to study 20 hours a week during busy season. So I went through two busy seasons myself. That was enough for me. I got out. <laughs> so I know what that life looks like. It's eight days a week, old Folgers coffee in the coffee room, 
everyone's calling you, asking you dumb questions, keeping you from uh, getting your stuff done. Then you, you still have to file your quarterlies, your, your 940s, 941s, and do your stack of tax returns and do your bookkeeping clients. I get it. Um, but you still have to study for the CPA exam. And so um, maybe what that means is that instead of taking FAR or regulation during busy, busy season, you take Auditing or VEC, because I think those can be easily <clears throat> knocked out in four weeks. You know, easy is a relative term. But you still got to get up early and study. You still have to study over lunch and you still have to study late. Maybe it means that you study late one hour versus you would study late two hours um, during a non-busy time. You still got to follow the plan. And I mean, if you can, I mean, you're sitting there doing tax returns anyway. Well, <laughs> on things where you actually have to use your brain, maybe you shouldn't listen to the, to the Ninja Audio. Uh, maybe that's bad advice. Um, but you're, you're going to have to have the discipline. Okay, it's my lunch break. I really feel like just going online and just looking at brainless stuff and let my brain rest. No, you're going to go in and hit 20 MCQ. And that's just the reality of uh, taking the CPA exam during tax season. The alternative is to not, but then that's going to really mess up your 18 month window if you have already passed a section or let's say that you pass a section, your first section in May. Well, tax season, <laughs> tax season's always around the corner. You're, you're always either, uh, well, tax season never ends rather. Uh, you're, you're either recovering from it, getting mentally, getting caught up from everything that you let slide during tax season or it's October, November, and you have those, those October deadlines, obviously October 15th. And then you have to start going to CPE classes and your boss drags you to these boring things to learn about tax updates for the next tax year. And then Christmas comes, New Year's, and it's tax season. So tax season is just something that you have to embrace while studying for the CPA exam. It's never going to go away. Um, so you have to study for it and, but good news, there's a plan. Jesse says in the dojo chat, I keep getting to 70 and 71 on my audit. What do I do now? Uh, well, my first question for you, Jesse would be, and you can answer in the chat if you want, but I'll just answer it. Um, are you like, what, what study plan? are you following? Because the, the reason why the Ninja study framework is um, so effective is because it forces you to batch process the learning, the, the different learning components. So you nail the concepts, you watch all the videos, take notes over all the videos. Two weeks, we're done. We're not going back and just having continuity in the plan there's a lot of value in that. Nail the concept. Done with the videos. Never looking back. Then we jump into the MCQ. We're not doing video one, MCQ one, video two, MCQ two. Video. That's a bad plan. And there's a lot of courses that prescribe that. Nail the concepts. Done. Ninja MCQ. 
or whatever test bank you're using, camp out, spend two weeks, three weeks, take notes, and then done. Then we spent a week rewriting the notes because everything that we just wrote down, it doesn't do you much good if you don't reprocess it. And rewriting it forces your brain to reprocess it. Then we do our final review. So um, if, you were, if you scored a 70, 71, it's, it's probably a combination of bad study plan. So we're going to start using the, the Ninja study framework. And then there's 70, 71, there's probably like three significant areas that you're weaker in. Like, like you're probably strong in some topics, and pretty weak or marginal in two or three others. And you really have to hit those hard, but you'll be fine. Back to the dojo chat. I just started studying for FAR right now. What are your suggestions for me? I plan on taking it in February, okay? So this is December 10th. So I take it. I would take it in seven or eight weeks, but I would be realistic. Like Christmas and New Year's are probably going to wreck your study plan. So instead of taking it, you know, February first, February eighth, I would adjust a week, and I take it February fifteenth, February twentieth, somewhere in there. That's a timeline that I would use. So when you're taking the CP exam around the holidays, you really have to embrace the reality that there's probably a, a two week period where you're just completely distracted and your study plan is just gonna be killed. So adjust for it on the back end and you'll be great. Christina says, thanks, I'm taking BEC. So this, Christina asked a question about busy season. Thanks, I'm taking BEC on mid to late January and really struggling. I think I'm going to subscribe to Ninja now. Yes, Ninja really helped me with FAR. Yeah, um, yeah, I think, I think the, uh, the sparring sessions, but especially the BEC cram um, will help you especially during um, tax season, because it's like that final push helps you to uh, make up for some lost time. So awesome. All right, any more questions? Going once. Going twice. Well, that does it for this episode. If you have the, if you want the Ninja Study Planner, go to another71.com forward slash free. Christina says she just subscribed. Yes. <clears throat> and I'll toss in some Ninja goodies for you, free notes, audios, and such. And if you're watching this video and you are thinking maybe subscribing to Ninja is a good idea, it is. <laughs> Again, if you have a question for the podcast, drop it in the comments below or simply tell me you liked it, loved it, maybe even kind of hated it. I welcome it all. You can email me, jeff at another71.com. If you're a Ninja Monthly member, you can submit a question through the your Dojo dashboard and I'll put you to the top of the list. Till next time, everyone, be good, take care, and I will talk to you soon.